0: Hello. Good morning. It's a Shaws of Sunset recap show. This is Bravo Lowdown. I'm Valerie. Thank you for listening. I'm excited to do the Shaws of Sunset recap. It will be my very first one ever because I'm new at this. And it's one of my all-time favorite shows on Bravo. Been a long-time fan since day one. Followed these people. Um They've all, I mean, it's, it's an awesome show. So let's get to it and happy president's day. It's Lincoln's birthday remembered or whatever observed. Um, so a lot of us have the day off. I've got my kids home. I'm hoping they don't come in and disturb, but I think they've got their own thing going on. So gonna give this a go. So here we go. It has a long break. I was complaining on Instagram that you know they show them they even show the clip and she's saying I'm pregnant at the reunion and then they flash forward she's 36 weeks along so I was really up to date and following all the drama that unfolded. it and I don't know if it had something to do with filming taking longer but the fact of the matter is they didn't start up the filming you know for months and months and months 36 weeks you know it's a pregnancy so, we started off with Reza and Adam in their gorgeous new home that they remodeled from down to the studs. And it looks amazing. I am absolutely envious of the dining room table. Um, the backyard is a mess. So, supposedly Adam's out there doing it himself and they're having a little bit, you know, they're going over the housewarming party, getting the list together. He says that, you know, him and Gigi, Reza says him and Gigi aren't, you know, A hundred percent, but he, she and Adam are. I also want to say that Adam was apparently still friends with Asa, and Asa has ghosted him, but they're not friends anymore. Good shot. Anyway, yes, I am drinking coffee while I do this. So they go over the list, and he says, um, oh, of course, we're going to invite MJ and Tommy. I kind of got to tell you, <coughs> oh my gosh, I am so sorry for coughing in the microphone. I kind of got to tell you, I don't know if, you know, it's exact because Reza MJ were doing this little kiki YouTube thing and it didn't last long and it seemed like something happened. I thought Bravo put the kibosh on it because MJ was on bed rest and she would still get all her makeup uh, makeup done and she would sit there at Reza and they would break down the shows they had Mike on there who said he wasn't even friends with Gigi they all said they were on the outs with Gigi it was really bizarre so I'm not sure if we're going to get the real lowdown of all the events that took place but you know um, it's still a great show so they make the list and they're talking about the guest list and they get it all done and then they're sitting there and somehow they say something about maybe mj Aminavini and adam's all speaking of baby you still want to have one now again you know a weird thing to just say all these months later like let me save this conversation for the camera <laughs> But you know it makes for good tv but then adam said no not really you've done some things you've said some things i'm over it i don't want to have a kid destroy all your precious uh good you know stuff high-end designer label stuff and have you resent me for it or present the child for it so i just don't think it's going to work out and rosa said he was confused and thirsty and got up and left then we flashed to Gigi. Shh, shh. Oh, my God. Could that scene be more boring? Okay. Yay. We're here having a child. Good for you. Part of me thinks it's competition with MJ and Asa because they had babies. But it is what it is. Um, so she's talking about doing all the hormones and all the stuff for the IVF. And she's going to have this baby. She talks about, oh, I don't know, maybe her outing with Reza and how she wants to make it better yada 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 they try to save the house big deal so um, that was kind of a little uneventful you guys I don't think that's Gigi's real house Um, but whatever so then we go to destiny meets Mike at the flea market or the farmers market And they kind of go over relationships, how she doesn't have any. And he, you know, says he's completely in love with this new woman. He talks about her in the interviews, that she's 28 years old, and this is the one. And we're going to get to their scene in a minute because I got a lot to say. Um, So I don't know. I mean, the farmer's market uh, meetup. Was a little unventful, so but like I said, Mike talks about Paulina, who I will say is absolutely gorgeous. But we'll get to her little encounter in a minute. But um, they talk about how she's vegan and he's gonna cook for her, so they have that dinner soon. We get a glimpse of Nima and his new teeth as he and Reza. Hook up for a little cocktail to catch up on things. And Nima's teeth walked into the bar first. I'm thinking Nima's new teeth need to be a cast member. OMG. They are freaking huge. They are so white. And and honestly, they work for him. They absolutely work for him. He looks like he could be doing television commercials galore. I mean, he's got that, you know, the smile where it is ding and it makes that little diamond, you know, and the ding. I mean, he looks amazing. It literally, he looks gorgeous. So they talk about the the housewarming, what's going on. Nima asks him, how's your marriage? He says, it's perfect. You know, he's not gonna, you know, go there or maybe the conversation hadn't taken place. But anyway, So they go over the guest list and then they start talking about Mike's new girlfriend and Nima refers to her as ex-wife number two, which is kind of rude. Um, So there was a little snark from Nima, I'm sure it's a balls-busting guy comment that they do with each other. But then they reveal that Paulina, Mike's new gorgeous girlfriend, who's young by the way. She's only 28 and um, is loaded, and her her ex-husband is loaded in that she has two kids, and she receives alimony and child support on top of being loaded with family money. So they said Mike scored the Persian lottery. Not only is she Persian, but get this, she's Jewish. I think Mike has had a hard time finding a nice Jewish girl. So score for him, Mazel Tov. We're excited. Uh, I know they're still together because he was on um, Amy Phillips and he said that they're still going strong. Amy kind of made a, he was on Amy Phillips and he revealed that him and his girlfriend Paulina are still going strong. And Amy, when she asked why isn't she on her Instagram, he said, because in the past, the public ruined their relationship, his relationships when he would post his girlfriend's on there. He said that when he was married, women would, when he would post a picture of him and Jessica, that women would say, I was with him last night. I was with your man last night. And he's like, at first it was, you know, like, uh, whatever, you know. But then he said it started to get to Jessica. And if they said it on a night they were together, she'd be like, hmm, but she's gorgeous. She's absolutely gorgeous. Um, the last girlfriend had a little bit too much going on with her, and you know, how Reza's like, Oh, you like you like bimbos, that's what you like. You love bimbos. This woman is not that. She is a classy, well dressed, you know, good taste. They she's got the the Christian Louis Vuitton shoes and but the butt you know and she's teeny tiny oh i just love her i already can tell i love her so mike prepares a beautiful vegan uh meal for her and she immediately goes on some kind of talk about how she's so happy he loves her kids and that they need to get married and this was after she kind of uh said hey listen you know, when I met you um, and heard that you had a marriage that didn't go well because you cheated, I, you know, instantly would have thought I would have been like, no, you don't deserve a second chance, but she's just, she says she fell in love with them and he likes, she likes how he is with her children. And she says that they're going to get married. He says, hopefully when it's right, when it's right. And she says within the next year, and he's like, got this look on his face like yeah but maybe a little you know sketched out I like that they're not rushing in I'm sure both their families are like wait a minute you know slow down hold down and you know I don't know but um, she's a great addition I'm happy for Mike I think that he may have found the one let's cross our fingers for now so Gigi and Destiny have a little sit down because their relationship It's a little bit in a shambles due to a couple things that comes up. One of them, uh, you know, they had a falling out at the reunion show when Gigi walked off stage and changed out of her clothes and was in her dressing room, and Andy tried to talk to her, and Destiny went in to speak to her, and it didn't go well. So apparently they were still hard feelings about that, and I remember them all posting a nice little outing. They all went to the fair. MJ was there. And Destiny brings it up at this um, lunch where they order a bunch of food. It's totally cute. Gigi gets up and tries somebody's food that's sitting at a table. I'm sure that was, you know, there was permission for that, but it was adorable. And, uh, you know, Gigi's like, you know, things aren't going well. Uh, haven't been going well. I want to get to a good place. And Destiny's like, well, I thought we were in a good place and then you just kind of flipped on me at the fair and Gigi got all pissed and <coughs> yelled at her everybody was looking and then she ran outside and they said Gigi takes off with a marijuana cigarette and comes back she's like okay i needed a minute listen you know i'm really sorry um please forgive me and she even got down on her hands and knees and destiny forgave her and so those two are fine they kind of you know they got the, the fence mended so they can do the show because you know what? The show must go on. So we get ready for the party and as they're getting ready, I can't believe I did that. As they're getting ready for everybody to come, there's an odd exchange and a little confession from Destiny that she's been handed some information about Adam from a friend of Mercedes, MJ, and she calls her Merce, and that means that's MJ, and his name is Ali, and she says that they kind of flash back to a lunch that, you know, they're only going to use in flashbacks, but apparently she filmed a sit down with this guy, and he said that Adam's text messages are borderline sexual harassment and are making him very uncomfortable and he shows them to Destiny and she shows her reaction and one of them is a dick shot, a dick pic, which is, I I mean I don't know, I'm going to kind of flash back to Watch What Happens Live last night because um, Andy had, Reza was on and Andy straight up asked him and you could tell The way Andy asked the question, in my mind, I think Andy was totally like, okay, these two have an open relationship, and it's obvious, because, you know, he's seen the, I'm sure he saw the episode and was like, all right, and I'm sending a dick pic, and these two are still together. There's definitely an agreement, an open relationship. So, last night on Watch What Happens Live, Andy says, so, uh... You guys in an open, you know, and he says it, you know, I you can't see me, but you know, with a frown brow, and he's almost his voice softens like he's embarrassed to ask it because I think that's what Andy assumes. And he asked if they're in an open relationship, and Reza was steadfast, no. So, moving forward with the party, um, Destiny, you know, in her professional shows this, and she's like. This is really hard for me to be around Adam, and then she's watching an exchange that's, you know, they did it on camera where Reza's trying to give Adam just a little pre-party pack. Now, listen, getting ready for it—you saw the two of them bickering. I don't throw big fabulous parties, but we do entertain family in our home often, and um, it's a pain in the ass. And my husband and I are also meticulous, like. Anybody else, most people are, and we will go through and everything has to be wiped out, you know, ceiling to floor. We don't miss a thing, and it is a pain in the ass. And sometimes we bicker, so I don't think that is a relationship flaw. God bless you couples who can do all that and not get a little snippy with each other. But, um, moving forward to the revelation that Adam's you know having these transgressions on text messages it I mean in my relationship it would mean oh my god like big change like there would be a huge I don't know if we would be breaking you know I'm heaven forbid but it would be a major brick in the relationship and things would not be the same ever and Yada, yada, yada. I think it's huge. That's why, you know, Andy was like, in an open relationship. We know that there were accusations of Lou and her count husband had an open relationship. She told people she did. And then she backpedaled and said, listen, I didn't want the open relationship. I wanted to just be married for my kids. So I accepted it. So I don't know. So, uh, Destiny's feeling a certain way. So the whole crew starts arriving. Mona shows up with Sherman and my goodness, that dress she's got on is balls. And then a new gal shows up and Reza, um, explains her off as a, um, up and coming young, successful woman in Los Angeles who's Persian and doesn't happen to have a lot of Persian friends, and she's single, and she's got it going on with her big MBA, and he's like, you know, she drives the, she's got it, she's got it, so, um, and there's some single men at the party, so I'm thinking maybe he's thinking of a little, you know, throwing his homies a bone, and I'm not trying to call women a bone, but, you know, a bone of a relationship opportunity and she is beautiful. Her name is Sarah. So she shows up in a stunning white getup, and she hands him a gift, which is very thoughtful. And I just want to say what Kevin Lee did to the backyard. I love how he's like, oh, the backyard looks terrible. But I can make it look fabulous. I mean, they covered up all those ugly walls with the paint in the ship and the stone fading and falling. It looks like they threw an AstroTurf carpet down on the ground. The gold bars, everything is freaking fabulous. It is Persian to the hilt. I love that Kevin Lee's at the party. A lot of people are showing up. So Mike and Paulina show up and the party's moving forward. But somebody else decides to show up and she's the last, of course. And it's Gigi. So she walks in. She sees Reza. They're very cordial and doing well and getting along um fine and they say their hellos and they proceed to walk outside and she immediately walks out and Shervin does this thing where he coughs and she's like oh i can't believe he's here and she immediately turns around and what i thought was hilarious is she goes running out and reza's like what what's going on i didn't know you two even had a beef and then they go and sit out on the front patio area where there's, you know, a, a beautiful um, outdoor living area, you know, couch. And they, uh, Mike comes running out. And she's like, oh, hey, Mike. And the first thing she said, what are you wearing, pajamas? He's like, no. He's all right. and just, it cracks up. She's like, totally pissed that Sherman's there. And she runs out. And the first thing she says to Mike is something about his outfit. So she is upset that Shervin started his own CBD business or is involved in one. And I just think it's petty. I've actually had a friend do this to me. Um, You know, I made jewelry and she had more wealthy parents that could front her more money to start it. And she made even more fabulous jewelry. And you know what? It was what it was. We still remained friends. Um, For many, many years afterwards, it wasn't a big deal. I was a little disappointed in it, but I also took it as flattery that, you know, pretty much they think that I have a good idea and had something lucrative. Both of us at the time, you know, lived in different areas. And so it was really no competition because she lived in one town and I lived in another. Now, the CBD market is huge, and maybe she's thinking, I want all the Shaws of Sunset fans to be my clients. And if Shervin's in the arena, as she put it, then, um, you know, she feels like she's splitting the fan base with him outside of what she's getting on her own. I don't know. But, um, I think that it's, there's a great big ocean of wealth opportunities for business and competition is what makes the great American dream go round. So it's sad that she's being so petty about it, but it is what it is. Does she hate camera too? I mean, everybody's doing CBDs, darling. It's not like you were on the ground of something huge. So she needs to move on. So the party is moving along, but then destiny tells Mike about what Ali told her and they both look horrified. And their only recourse is to take poor Reza at his party, um, outside to sit down. And it looks like the party's going full well strong and they, um, break it down for him. Hey, um you know a b and c happened uh ollie is getting weird text messages from adam and they have a sexual undertone um mike said but listen i get the same kind of sexual undertone messages from adam too so but you know i kind of was like well that's adam but then there's this situation with naked and then Destiny says that um, when she was also having the conversation with Mike, she said, hey, there's a rumor, you know, along with these text messages, there's a rumor going around. There was somebody that was either there. I was a little confused on it. It was either there or um, they heard about it or they had a best friend that was there, but there was a naked Jenga situation going on. So they kind of make, um, it said, you know, destiny says they were all naked. Um, they played Jenga. Reza looks clearly shaken. Um, it's, I mean, it's just odd. I don't know if this is a reenactment or they really waited to do this all on camera, but last night on the, um, Watch what happens live, Reza kind of script. You know, without giving away a lot of details, try to break down what's going on here. What this is the start of. So the show ends with Destiny saying goodbye to Adam, and she looks a little sad. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I was so excited. A show Destiny wasn't crying on because all last season. It was like she cried every single episode. But no, here we are in the interview. Destiny's crying. Don't hate me, but it gets a little old. So she's crying because she feels really bad about what's going on. I mean, everything's going on on camera. I've often thought a lot of scenes about Sunset, and we're saying this about a lot of the shows, her stage, but I still dig it. I'm still watching it. I'm still in it to win it. And be a super fan. So I'm going to let it all go. But she's saying goodbye to Adam. I mean, you know, um, he goes outside. Rez is sitting all by himself. And he straight up asks Adam, were you playing naked Jenga here at the house or somewhere else? Adam looks completely shocked. And we get a to be continued. Now, this uh, soiree housewarming was taking place while MJ was within a few weeks of giving birth. She had to have cesarean. We know there were complications. She um, lost a lot of blood. um, And I'm just kind of breaking it down in real time in conjunction with what Reza was trying to convey on Watch What Happens Live. So she had the cesarean and Reza starts posting mean things about MJ being fired. And you know what? Next week when I do my research, I'm going to bring it all up and have it all ready to go. But I'm going to go off my memory. So Reza was posting stuff about what a burn it was. She had her baby and the camera crews weren't there. And they were interested in her. She didn't invite anybody to come see her. Now, I don't know if she didn't invite anybody to come see her. She's saying now... Reza just stood her up and didn't show up. She posted text messages where it was saying, um, "I'm really sick. I've got a tube down. I'm really not recover. I'm, I'm rec- my recovery from surgery is bad right now. I've got a tube down my throat. Um, I should, you know, by tomorrow I should be fine. Because I think she had water in her lungs. There was a situation." so rosa's like oh great so then it shows a text message saying hey i'm better now when are you coming and then he ghosts her. now we're going to go to the ollie situation and at the end of the show tonight destiny very plainly says merce knows you got a mares Maris knows Mars knows you need to ask Mars. so in the previews they show them at a party and she's post baby um, and there's this huge fight with a drink being literally not just tossed, like, thrown in his face. And um, it looks intense. So what Reza said on social media, and this is what I'm gathering, this guy, Ali, he is claiming that um, MJ set it all up, set this guy up to go to destiny because Maris didn't want to go to Reza personally, that she did a kind of a train, uh, you know, a reverted path situation through this guy and just had him directly tell destiny. So destiny could tell Reza. I'm not sure if it's because MJ couldn't film. And so she couldn't tell him. Of the first night of filming like she wanted to. So she needed somebody to do it. And I think that they're saying that she arranged this meeting with destiny and used destiny and Ollie to do something to transpire on camera. That is what I'm gathering. Now the transpiring on camera and all that is my input. Like I said, I've got to get the, um, the exact text messages and the receipts darling and which I will soon but I'm too lazy because it is a freaking holiday and my kids are home and I'm trying to wrap this up so and then um the text messages started getting a little deeper of reveal and this led to some serious serious drama y'all so then Reza decides To produce and I could be going out of context here I keep I've got allergy I'm so excited but I have to take a drink I've got scratchy throat so the text messages reveals you know the posting of the text messages go deeper and for some reason I don't know why Reza has expressed deep deep regret for doing this but for me if you expressed deep regret dude you wouldn't have called the fucking police i cannot stand that he did that and i love reza and i'm getting a little emotional here i need to pipe it down so um reza reveals a text message from tommy right after the baby was born baby shams who's gorgeous and says and literally lit reveals her medical information and part of it was she had to have a hysterectomy because the pregnancy and the delivery went completely south and she almost bled to death and almost died. And MJ posted a tweet about how 50 doctors came to visit her because they could not believe she was alive, that she was a miracle. She, that was when, you know, she was posting, Rosa didn't come and visit me. And then, and then, you know, the stuff about Tommy. Well, let me tell you, I think this is my theory, and I don't think it was just because Reza posted that text message that Tommy went ballistic. I think it was because MJ and probably her mama and maybe a few other of MJ's family members and friends went ballistic on Tommy, and his anger came from him getting completely annihilated by MJ, because we know how she can be. She probably ripped him a new bubble, and I, I'm that's my theory, and I'm gonna stick to it. So what does Tommy do? He is completely incensed that the text message was revealed with all the that he posted that personal information. I'm thinking MJ was like, "How could you tell Reza my purse?" personal information when in the midst of it clearly the Ali drama was already drumming up and there was already some questioning about the timing and how the information was delivered I'm completely reading through the lines you all this is all my theory conjecture there is no validity other than the text messages that are for reals and for reals, Tommy going over to Reza Tommy's house with a baseball bat. Reza said that he tried to hop the fence or he did hop the fence and he couldn't with the baseball bat. And he dropped the baseball bat on the, the, the ground, got into the backyard and we've all seen the video. If you haven't, you can, you know, Google it, YouTube it. They kind of showed a little snippet of it on the thing. And, um he tore he he picked up some plants and threw them around unless he did something else like smash the window i honestly didn't think what he did was that horrible um i am not condoning it i'm not saying it was right evidently there were some threats made i'm coming over to bachelorhood in so uh you know, there is a fear factor there, and that was wrong to make that threat. And then he backed it up because he did show up there. But at the end of the day, when you have history with somebody that long, and it gets this messy, I mean, I I believe there's a time to call the police, and there's not a time. I don't, like I said, unless there's some damage, there, I mean, but I've seen the police reports, I've seen you know, the court documents that were posted, what information is there? There's just, you know, he went, he went made a thread, he showed up, and he threw some plants around. Um, and it was completely wrong. So Tommy ended up getting he uh, arrested. He had to turn himself in. Um, there are charges he pled out. Um, they were never dropped. He has this on his criminal record. Uh, I don't remember what um, actually his penalties and stuff were, I don't know if there was like a fine, maybe he had to pay restitution to Rosa and Adam for destroying the stuff. But I just really feel like when you call the police on someone and do that, you're like over something petty. I mean, not like, you know, let him cool down. If the harassment continued and he was continuing to call them and destroy their property and it was, you know, and it kept happening. It, it happened again, just one more time. Then yes, we have a problem here. Tommy has gone psycho and he needs to be stopped. But, you know, for me, there's always that heat of the moment and nobody was hurt. He, you know, he did So I'm rambling on. Um, it's a sad situation. So Reza said that what transpired, we all saw with the revelation of the um, the text message to Ali, that it, Adam and him did go through some shit. And on the previews, it shows Adam, conf- um, Reza confronting Adam and saying, okay, listen, this shit ain't good. This is not cool. This is not normal. And then Adam's trying to say, well, this is just how I am. You know, I'm a curious guy. I like to ask these questions. And Reza's like, no, dude, it's not freaking normal. So should be a good season. I feel sad that Reza and MJ have gone this far, have known each other this long. Now, Gigi, I, I don't freaking, you know, whatever. They were all on the outs with Gigi. They reconnected. Um, in the midst of the drama, we saw Gigi when Rosa was like, I can't believe MJ. Gigi's like, oh, she's the devil. You are free of the devil. You are cleansed. I pray for the baby, but I do not like her. I mean, give it up. Really? MJ's the freaking devil. All right. <laughs> okay, you can't write that stuff, right? So, I think, um, in real time, Mike's still friends with MJ so is, oh no, I don't know Mike is. I know Shervin and Nima are because they recently posted an adorable picture with baby chance. Who is just, oh my gosh, she's so cute. So anyway, that was my Shaw's um sunset season premiere recap. Um, I'm not sure if I didn't do Atlanta. I actually forgot about Atlanta because they weren't on for two weeks. Why weren't they on for two weeks? It was so bizarre. Oscars were on last night. So I thought the first time they preempted it for the Super Bowl. And then the last week, I'm like, okay, why isn't it? Where was the last week's Super Bowl? Anyway, I I don't know if I'm going to do it. My kids are home. I probably won't. But it was an okay show. I'll pick it up next week. And I hope you all have a great day. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening. And tomorrow will be hopefully below deck. Bye.